Hello, boys and girls, and welcome to episode 234 of the Motorcycle Men podcast and another interview for your listening pleasure. And the Motorcycle Men podcast is brought to you by Scorpion Helmets. Hey, for the past 15 years, Scorpion EXO has been dedicated to offering high-quality, innovative motorcycle helmets and technical apparel at an incredible value. Some of the world's best helmet and apparel designers spend countless hours developing and testing Scorpion EXO products to ensure that each and every Scorpion EXO helmet and garment will surpass user expectations. So to learn more, you go over to scorpionusa.com. And of course, whether if you're riding a sport bike, scooter, an off-road bike, a dual sport, or a cruiser, even a Harley-Davidson, you can go over to Shinko Tire and they get you a tire that suits your needs and riding style without breaking that bank account. So if it's time for tires for your bike, think Oshinko. Go to ShinkoTireUSA.com and make sure you tell them that the Motorcycle Men sent you. The Motorcycle Men is supporting David's Dream and Believe Cancer Foundation. If you would like to help out and be part of something that actually makes a difference, donate today to David's Dream and Believe Cancer Foundation. Go to davidsdreamandbelieve.org to donate. Links will be in the show notes and, of course, on the Motorcycle Men website. And, of course, we got the Gold Star Ride Foundation helping families of fallen soldiers and making a difference in the lives of those left behind. So if you would like to be a part of a great cause and get some heartfelt miles in while you're at it, you go to goldstarride.org and learn how you can participate in the next Gold Star Ride. All right, now, let's say you just got back from a 300-mile ride. Or for that matter, let's say you just got back from a 50-mile ride and you are in pain. Not a headache or your hands. Maybe it's your back or maybe it's your butt that's aching. Suppose you can't stay on your bike for more than an hour and your butt gets sore or goes numb and perhaps parts of your body fall asleep. Well, being in pain on a bike is a bad thing and it doesn't lend to any pleasure, which is why you get on the bike in the first place. My guest today will help you remove that pain and discomfort while you are riding and put that smile back on your face when you take that next big ride. Hello, boys and girls, and here we are in the V-Twin Cafe once again. And joining me today all the way from, where are you from? Brainerd, Minnesota. Brainerd, Minnesota. Do you know where that is? No, but you're going to tell me. The guy who runs okay. Wild Ass Motorcycle Air Cushions. Um, Mr. Uh, Craig Johnson, how you doing, sir? I'm very well. How are you? Pretty good, sir. All right, so now you you're you're in Brainerd, um, Minnesota. Brainerd, yes. Brainerd, is which is, it's funny because everybody thinks, well, where is that from Minneapolis? Because that's usually the only place people know. We're yeah. two and a half hours northwest. Oh, so you're even closer to the Canadian border. Because but here's the thing: that's another common mis- misconception of Minnesota. Yeah. Northern Minnesota is where I would be, right? It's right. four hours to Canada. Yeah, it's four hours to Iowa. Uh, okay, so you're, we yeah. are very dead center. If well, you how take about the that? State draw across, top to bottom, yeah. side to side. We're right there. Oh, there you go. So, you, so. You, you 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 just needed to be a little further north, so the winters were a tad worse, correct? Well, yeah. I mean. It's I I'm kind of joking this time of year that Trump wants to build the wall on the wrong end of the country because we need to block the Canadian wind because that's what I like that here. that's funny. <laughs> you got any snow on the ground right now? We do. We have uh, probably 
in my backyard apart about uh, three feet oh. where I snow blow the snow, um, which oh. settles, of course. We've had yeah. melt. We've had – it's been a weird winter. It got really cold, and then it got just cold enough to put a little bit of ice on the lakes, and then we got hammered with snow, Yeah, which another thing a lot of people from the south don't realize – Snow is a very good insulator. Oh, sure it is. Oh, yeah. So ice does not form under the snow. Right. So it's been uh, it's it's been a weird winter. Oh wow. And well, then it rained a bunch and it froze. So now you got ice crazy. on top of snow, and then more right. snow. Wow. So there's no. So basically, what you're telling me is there's no motorcycle riding going on right now. Not right now. No. <laughs> Not right now. We can sit on the motorcycle and act like it's running and rev it up and yeah, make yeah. noises, but that's about it. <laughs> All right, so why don't you tell us a little bit about your motorcycle self and what you do? Well, how much about my motorcycle self do you want to know? Well, let's, started, let, let's skip between the spot between you know diapers and your first beer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, like everybody, I started as an enthusiast. Uh, I was a motorcycle guy, raced motocross, oh, there got you go. into the business that way. Um, uh, my title sponsor was the local motorcycle shop, which is still in business today. Brothers Motorsports here in Brainerd. Okay. And it came time where I realized I was getting older and fatter instead of faster. So I had to hang up the boots and change my career path. And I wanted to get a job at parts unlimited cause they had an office here in town. Right. They said I needed, uh, Bonnie, one of my favorite employers of all time, actually, Bonnie was the boss of the office here, and she said, you need some shop experience. So I went to the sponsor, said, hey, I need a job. They're like, well, we don't really have anything. Well, as it turned out, they had a bunch of used equipment that I said I could clean up, and that got my foot in the door for literally six months. Wow. Then I went to work for Parts Unlimited. Oh, there you go. Okay. Worked for Parts. Yeah, worked there for five years, and then I got a job for a little distributor that's no longer in business here in northern Minnesota. And then... I left there and went to Scott USA. If you're not a dirt bike guy, you may not have heard of them. I heard of Scott. Um, if you are a dirt bike guy, they're they were very big back in the late 1900s and early 2000s. Wow. Okay. So, got a job working for them, and did that for five years. Then I ended up opening up a KTM dealership. Really? Uh, Look so at that. Throughout, yeah, yeah. Throughout this whole time, I had a. Uh, motocross business that i was doing in the background so we we would travel to county fairs we would put on their race events we had a friday night series that was here in town every week right throughout the summer okay it was kind of a it was a lot of fun it was a whole lot of playing in the dirt basically yeah and when that i i opened up the ktm store right at the track which was cool and pretty unheard of at the time and convenient then and convenient inconveniently i opened in the fall of 2007 yeah probably bad planning so, error i think yeah i made it to 2010 was able to sell everything off going full circle sold the business all the ktm parts everything in the store back to my original dirt bike sponsor brothers motorsports so oh. they bought it back and uh <laughs> shut all that down ended up going to work yeah, I got divorced that year. That whole year was a mess, right? Yeah, so the whole world came crashing in on me. And a good friend of mine who works for KTM now, he called me up and said, hey, you ready to go back to work? I said, I got a job. I, you know, I'm fine. He goes, no, we need you back in the industry. You need to make some money. 
but I can't refer you until you pull your head out of your ass. <laughs> and that nice. was, but it's funny. It is nice. That is the best thing that he could have done. And a good friend will do that to you, right? Yeah, yeah. You would hope. So he, uh, I said, give me two days. I had to think about this, see what he wanted to do. And he ended up referring me to Steve Payton. I don't know if you know who that is, nope. but he is the Aspad Tycoon. That's his title. He was the creator of Air Hot Cushions. Oh, uh, how about that? So it was. it's his fault that motorcycle seats are now so comfortable. Right. Okay. Right. So we, uh, I, I got an interview with him. That all came together. And I went to work there. And that's where I was going to retire. Oh, good. And in March of 2015, Steve got a hold of me and said, uh, hey, buddy, um, the company's been sold. We don't know what your future is, wow. but cancel your travels and just relax. Right. Yeah, relax, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> you're out of a job, just so, relax. Right, yeah, you're out of a job, by the way, but you know, don't worry about it. So he was really cool about it. We get along great. Um, his whole family and I get along really well, so it's, it's, it's all good. He, uh, so they sold the company to, uh, they sold Rojo to a company in Sweden or Switzerland, one or the other, as I don't remember, but Permobile is the name of the company mm -hmm. who is a huge medical company. And now this is this just gigantic medical corporation. Yeah. Well, they wanted nothing to do with the, uh, quote consumer side of the business, which was Airhawk. All right. So they, they sold a guy in Southern California, the name and the machine, the machine to do the plastics only. Right. Which fortunately now I had four and a half years into building that company and building that name up to what it was. Yeah. So it was doing pretty well. Well, upon the sale of the company, I was the North American sales manager. Scott Parman was the European sales manager. Okay. We had stayed in touch. We kind of became friends. We found out that the new company was no longer going to do the medical, medical grade neoprene rubber. It's no longer made in a wheelchair facility. Right. So we're like, you know, what, what are we going to do? What, I mean, we worked so hard to build this company up yeah. and we worked so hard to, you know, show the value in the neoprene rubber, which right was a huge percentage of our sales. All I'm going to say is more than half. Right. And you kind of get a little bit, it's like, it, it kind of like my baby was taken away because that's the way I treated it. Sure. I couldn't yeah. imagine what, you know, Steve's feelings were. We've talked about it, but you know, at the time I'm like, geez, this was his baby too. You know? So we talked about it and I'm, pretty well connected because now at this point we're 20 years into the motorcycle industry and it's it's a small industry yeah yeah we're all a bunch of friends right so we decide that we have all these connections if we can find and figure out how to build a better product why don't we try it let's do it so that's what we did yeah we actually found what happens to be an fda approved wheelchair cushion manufacturer to make our stuff. Oh, great. Not only will they make our stuff, but for four and a half years, I've been traveling around, listening to customers, talking with customers, riding on the product, you know, playing with stuff. When 
when I was told I wasn't needed, I guess I wasn't. But the success of Wild Ass says that my improvements were needed. Yeah, absolutely. Right? So yeah. we, you know, basically designed a better widget. Oh, is great. what we did. All so right. nothing wrong. I mean, they're they're still in business. They're still making cushions. Yeah. We just we just make a better one. There you go. And right. we found a wheelchair cushion factory that not only would make what we wanted, we were able to create our own designs, which we got our own patents make the changes that were necessary to make it better. But we made it out of three different materials. Yeah. Um, we got, got the neoprene rubber back. We got this air gel cushion, which is, uh, it's bitching. That's all I can say. All and right. since you're not a censored podcast, we can say that. <laughs> you can say that. Um, <laughs> it's really cool. And then uh, we have a polyurethane, which polyurethane is funny. I'm told, it seems like every three shows some, like, scientist plastic guy comes up and goes that's the strongest plastic you can use for this application <laughs> like well that's why we use it <laughs> so, it's nice to get that reassurance from sure. the random customers all the time too <laughs> so now the hurdles overcoming the the company we built yeah i guess so, so uh, tell us about the what you ride i ride um primarily i ride a, a 2001 road king Oh, there you go. Okay, cool. And it's not because I'm a chest thumping oh, American Harley guy. <laughs> no, it's because I got a deal on it, and I really like the bike. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. That's fine. Did, so, do you have any KTM's in your garage still? I do. The original uh, KTM dirt bike that came in the store was the very first one we got. Yeah. My son beat the living snot out of it for two years, and then my daughter. She rode that thing pretty hard too for oh, a, year, a, a year or so. So yeah, yeah, I still have that one. Um, I call it the twelve thousand dollar one twenty five. It runs really good. <laughs> yeah. It has some magic in it, and it has to run special magic gas. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. But it's it's a good bike, and yeah. it's it's almost. I, I have all the new plastics for it. Wow, you know, just like every diehard dirt bike guy does he keeps all his stock plastic and puts it back on when they go to sell it but yeah i don't plan on selling it i'm just gonna put the new plastic on it put my new number on it and ride it so that's it you got the road king and then that ktm and that's it so i got oh no oh no <laughs> no i got uh, no last year I've, I've been toying with the idea i really want an adventure bike so uh, yeah. the harley was the perfect bike because if you're a motocross guy or if you've raced anything have you ever raced anything, no, cars, no, anything? No. Nope. Okay. I think it's general racer mentality that you have to push everything to its limits. Yeah, I would think. I, I, I mean, you that. just, you have to. Well, the Harley, it doesn't really stop very quick. It doesn't take off very fast. And it handles terribly. So it was the perfect bike for me to get onto the street with because I knew that I just had to relax and enjoy it. Yeah. Well, I've been really wanting an adventure bike for the last few years. Mm -hmm. Actually, quite a few years. I stumbled across a good deal on a Suzuki V-Strom 650. V-Strom's a good bulletproof bike. Bulletproof bike. Yeah. yeah, bulletproof bike. It's not the ideal um, adventure bike, but it taught me that I might be screwed into buying another motorcycle because wow. I really like it a <laughs> lot. <laughs> Get out the checkbook. So I have the I have the Suzuki. I love uh, like small stuff. Yeah, I have a couple of MX eighties. Oh my god, Yamaha MX eighties from like nineteen eighty two. I have two of the Yamaha Zuma 
scooters, the two strokes, <laughs> their fifties, which nice. those things are awesome. And I, I did have three. I sold one to a buddy. He needed to upgrade his. Yeah. So. Now I got two, one for me and one for the bride. Oh, <laughs> so she, so your <laughs> wife we rides we'll too. That's great. Just, just on the scooter. Oh, that's cool. That's a lot just of fun. Just on the scooter. Scooters so we, fun. yeah, we tour, tour around the hood. That's awesome. I think scooters are yeah. awesome. But uh, let's talk. You already talked. To, told us all about wild ass heats. Um, so well, I did kind of stumble that in there. Yeah, it did. Kind of. Yeah, just kind of fell right I, I, in. Yeah, it's all right. That's yeah. cool. It's cool though. I mean, is there anything it's else you want to? Man, <laughs> <laughs> anything else you want to tell us about it though that we don't know? So it's wild ass so seats. I, I know. Well, it's wild ass seats. Right. Why wild ass seats? Why not? What? <laughs> Okay. All right. <laughs> it is the ultimate play on words. Yeah. I, yeah true. So yeah. motorcycle people are wild people, right? Yeah. They're all, we're all some, you know, we're, we've gotten a bad stereotype since the seventies. This right? is true. You know, thanks this is to true. TV yeah. and whatever, but um, we're kind of a bunch of asses. I'm yeah. a bit of an ass. I understand. I've been known to get a little wild. Okay. Just like most of us. Yeah. Um, everybody loves the show Wild Hogs. You know, most of the time you can oh watch a motorcycle show. Yeah. And every time you watch a motorcycle show, that's just, it's dumb, it's fake, it's whatever. I have yet to talk to somebody that doesn't like the movie Wild Hogs. Are you kidding me? I've seen that movie probably, I'm going to guess here, probably on somewhere in the order of 150 times. Literally, yeah. and even I don't so care. It, I don't care when it's coming on or when like this. I, if 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 it pops on the TV, I'm gonna sit and watch it. You know, yeah, I, it's just one of those. It's movies. one of those movies. It, it's a guilty pleasure. I love it, but so yeah. yeah so wild ass. So I guess something like uh, Air Eagle seats probably wouldn't have been a good idea then, right? Nah, no. Nah. <laughs> it's um, it's. I have to give the credit to my business partner. He is actually the one that came up with the name. Oh, really? Officially. Okay. And uh, yeah, so. But yeah, it's we have so much fun with it. That's good. Now, what was the thought process in creating, designing, and the development of these cushions? Well, like I said, we we kind of knew what needed to be corrected. Yeah. There wasn't a whole lot wrong, but you can always find something wrong if you look hard enough. Sure. And four and a half years, I happened to find it through customer feedback, just what concerns they had. You know, and a lot of it, there wasn't anything wrong. We just needed, you know, there was room for improvement. Yeah. And that was, that's kind of the whole deal. The design, everything, the way the air cells are laid in there, pressure maps unbelievably well. Um, it's the best pressure mapping cushion there is. Yeah, I was looking on we your website to, and I see that you have these, uh, these uh, pressure mapping uh, diagrams on there is I did a lot of research go into that well yeah. yeah yeah all this stuff is made like I said in a wheelchair cushion factory yeah so they not only know what they're looking for so oh. they had a lot of input and then we knew what benefits we needed like if you look at that smart cushion of ours that's the big one there uh, there's openings in there in specific places that nobody notices but the way it's cut out in the front, where most seats now rise up to meet the gas tank, if you have a low rider seat, sure. Or if you're on a on an adventure bike and you're on a, you, the gas tank comes back into that seat area. Right. That's all eliminated out of there. Okay. The reason is the way these are they're all interconnected air cells. So when you sit, you know, if you push one, 
you'll go right to the bottom and the air goes to the other cells. The design is to sit in it and let the cushion do the work. Right. So when you sit in this thing, your butt's only going to be an eighth to a quarter of an inch off the seat once you get this thing dialed in. Right. So as you move around, if you rock side to side, you feel the cushion underneath you. That being said, you don't need any cushions, any air cells underneath where you're not seated. True. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. So we eliminate that front area specifically for men. Mm-hmm. The reason in that is you don't have the air pushing into those front cells, pushing right back into your nuts. Right. Exactly. Yeah. The- Something a lot of people don't think of, but it's a real thing. Yeah. Now in that design, it's also shaped properly. So it fits on the back seat of a bagger. Like yeah. All the big baggers take this thing. All right. Um, the, the backrest post for the rider sits right in that cutout okay okay so now as, as you come farther back right up the center of the cushion it's an extra wide no contact area in the middle that that opening gets a little bit larger can you see that on your screen uh yes the, I see uh, that. yes that's actually for the prostate for men yeah so men with prostate issues really notice that hmm. if you don't have a prostate issue you don't notice it so we've eliminated that pressure point that oh, way, that's good. Yeah, doctors, we're getting older, man. Doctors finding more and more <laughs> excuses for us not to ride, right? Yeah, of course. So if we can eliminate prostate pressure, that's what we want to do. That's why that's designed there. Now, for women, they also like no contact in the center. So being the shape that it is, that longer, wider open center, women absolutely love that thing. Yeah. Because it's cushioning them where it needs to and not applying pressure where it doesn't. Right. Now, and then all the way in the back of the cushion, it looks like a V-shaped cutout. Yeah. um, Tailbone. Yeah. Guys, girls alike have have tailbone issues. There again, if you don't have a tailbone issue, you don't notice that we cut it out. Right. If you do have a tailbone issue, you notice that we cut it out. Oh, that's pretty interesting. Oh, okay. Wow. And I don't know if you can see on the screen and what you're looking at, because I guess I don't know what you're looking at. I'm looking at you. You're looking at me um, and you're looking at your computer. The, uh, the, the back of the cushion actually tapers out as well. That was one of the complaints we had was their cushion. And yes. every single cushion that has tried to copy us has not done this. They did not taper out the back. So when you put it up against the back of the seat, if it goes up at all, it's going to push the rider forward. Right. Exactly. I so, see that, yeah. All right, wow, that's yeah, pretty cool, so, cool designs. Now, how? Yeah, not a. Well, when do you when did, when did you think that the need for something like this was developed? Is it because the manufacturer's seats really, for the most part, really aren't that good? I think the manufacturers put things on the bikes so they sell accessories. Okay. Fair, fair enough. Fair. That's and fair. it saves money. Yeah. I mean, it, it, they need to make them as affordable as possible because, I mean, everything is getting expensive. Yeah. So if they put a just a good-looking seat, doesn't matter how it functions, gets you out of the showroom, gets you on the, on the road. And some seats, though, some factory seats do very well. Yeah. I mean, not it, I'll admit it. Not everybody needs a cushion. True. You know, we talk to riders at events that, you know, I'm, I'm comfortable. I can sit on my seat all day long. I never have issues. And then... We'll say, what'd you ride before that? And they'll be like, yeah, that bike sucked. Yeah. So it's, it. it's, you know, it's personal fit where the nice thing about our cushion is it fits everybody. 
And yeah, not okay. only does it fit everybody, it fits everybody no matter where you sit. Right. Okay. That makes, that makes uh, sense. Whether it's the high school football games, um, you know, in your side by side, if you're in your vehicle. I drive a one ton Chevy van to all of these events. You better bet your ass there's a wild ass on the seat. Oh, that's pretty that cool. Terrible. I, I, I would have never imagined that it could, you could use it that way. That's interesting. Yeah. No, anywhere you sit. Wow, right. that's interesting. You no, know, because I have to also believe that it also goes by the person. For example, uh, I have a Heritage Classic. My brother yep. has a Fat Boy. Now, yep. essentially, it's the same bike. Mine's a 2003. Right. His is an 0-2. So it's basically the same bike. My yep. seat is tr- so freaking comfortable. I don't have to put anything on it. But his, he's, he can't ride. For, he'll ride for an hour, and he has to stand up for a while because yeah. his seat's uncomfortable. I, and I don't get it. I don't see how a seat can. It's the exact same seat. But it looks like it. It looks like it. <laughs> right. Exactly. That year, that year, they may have used a different foam. Um, his True. foam may be broken down if one of you ride more than the other. Um, you know, your your seat may have taken your shape, may not. You're probably not the same length from your heel to your tailbone. No, I'm not. Um, you know, so you got all these different factors that play <laughs> yeah, into this that his physical differences too, it could man. be anything yeah, yeah. of course yeah. he does weigh so, 25 pounds more than i do <laughs> well i got a seat that'll make him comfortable <laughs> <laughs> okay now, how do your designs differ from all of the other ones that are out there on the market today they just work that's that's it <laughs> <laughs> you gotta you gotta get give me more so than that everyone <laughs> every one that i've looked at um i can tell you as soon as i look at the seat yeah where their flaw is um you know ours are designed by people that ride motorcycles mm-hmm. oh, okay yeah so you know the other ones there's we've seen a few copies come out um of course they're not exact they actually look like the older stuff but um, the design is terrible. They're applying pressure where they shouldn't. Um, I don't really want to get too much into it. Or just, you know, I don't need to correct their issues. Right. Mine are corrected. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. One thing, uh, that, that neoprene rubber that we have, yeah. no one's doing it. And it is actually the same material in a wheelchair cushion. Okay. The reason it's in a wheelchair cushion is it's the best material there is for long-term seating. Sure. Um, it absorbs sense. energy. You know, it's like a, I kind of always explain it like a balloon. If you take a, an aluminum balloon mm-hmm. and, you know, you'll see this. So you can see I'm holding up my left hand. Yeah. If I put an aluminum balloon in between these two hands and I smack that balloon, there's no give in it, right? Exactly. So that's, that's the kind of the relation to all of the plastics okay. that are out there. Right. So the neoprene rubber that we're using is like the balloon you blow up right so if you picture this in slow motion i have my hand up again have that balloon in between and i smack that balloon that main that first initial shock is blown out the side of the balloon sure before the other hand moves so it's absorbing that initial shock right so the big difference in this cushion versus everything else out there is the ability to absorb that shock Okay. Now, if right. you take what that shock is doing throughout the body, we're all connected. Our ass is connected right to the back of our skull. Yeah. How many people do you know that ride for just a couple hours and they start to get a headache? 
Yeah, I can't. Can, well, yeah, yeah. Well, my brother for one. So, yeah. Yeah, so he's taking that shock and it's transferring right up his body. Yeah. Into the back of his skull. That's the big that's the huh. big benefit to us us people that are that can show this. My big trick, I'll show this to a lady at uh, Sturgis. She'll pull up, get her husband, you know, pull up the bike and then she'll hop on the back and she'll sit on it. She'll notice, oh God, it does, that feels pretty good. I'm like, hang on a second, sir, start the motorcycle. And you can't feel it through the seat. It absorbs all that vibration. Right, right. Oh, right wow. out from underneath the rider. How so about that? over the course of the day, you're taking that energy and that shock. Yeah. You're dispersing that, getting rid of it. And it's providing you with less fatigue at the end of the day. You're just going to feel it. All right, it's time to take a little break. And we want to talk about your safety while you're riding. Everyone knows that when you're on your bike, you want to dress for the slide and not the ride. Because accidents happen and road rash sucks. But with the help of Tobacco Motorware, we can make road rash a thing of the past. That's why I love the gear from our sponsors over at Tobacco Motorware. Tobacco is known for making the best-looking riding jeans in the world. That's because they start with premium fabrics like selvage denim and canvas, and then they add the protective elements like comfortable anti-abrasion linings or armor. Other brands, well, they make you look like a stormtrooper or like you're wearing some pair of saggy dad jeans from your local store. Well, tobaccos are so stylish that you're going to want to wear them every time you're on your bike and even when you're not riding your bike. They have multiple fits and styles of protective jeans for men and women so that you can find something that matches your style. They also make jackets, vests, and riding shirts. And you've heard me say before, I love my California riding shirt and my tobacco riding jeans. And I wear them on every ride. I just won't ride without them. Not only that, nearly every time I wear them, somebody is asking me about them and where I got them. Tobacco believes that the safest gear is the gear that you will actually wear. And that's why they make products that look good and protect you while you're riding. And tobaccos are made to last, and they're made right here in the USA. So no need to sacrifice style for safety or vice versa. Go check out TobaccoMotorWear.com. That's TobaccoMotorWear.com. And our listeners will get 10% off your order when you use that coupon code MOTOMEN when you're ordering sodas. Your safety is worth it. Get out there and order some tobaccos. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. Now, you briefly, you talked about it briefly, but tell us about the different styles and designs that you currently have. So we only have three different shapes, the smart, the sport, the pillion. Um, we have a fourth shape coming, so I can announce that here. That should be here probably 90 days. All right. And uh, all of our shapes are available in all of the materials. So our entry-level cushion is made of polyurethane. Well, let's start at the top. That neoprene rubber one that does all that fancy stuff Sure, is a $225 cushion. How about that? Um, people that ride all day love that thing. Really? People with lower back issues. Now, we're not medical. We're not. I'm not a doctor, mm-hmm. so I can't tell you this is going to cure your back issues, but I can tell you that the response I get from people with past back injuries and surgeries yeah. love this thing. No kidding. Huh. Um. So we take care of, you know, it, it does so much more than we can imagine that it, that it would do okay. in inception. So our middle line is the air gel. We're the only company in the world that does this. And if you look at it up close, it's actually individual gel pads on top of air. Oh, I see that. Okay. 
So what a lot of people tell us is I've tried gel pads. They don't work. They get hot. It's miserable. It's a terrible experience. Well, if you look at ours, they're individual gel pads. So on the smart cushion, there's uh, two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, right? Two, three, four, five. Twelve individual cushions, individual gel pads on the top of each air cell. Okay. Gel inherently will absorb some vibration. Sure. Which is why people like the feel of it when they first start riding on it. Right. Typically, after a half an hour, they don't like riding on it anymore. <laughs> so, and that's because their pressure points are back. Their pressure points actually get larger on a pressure map on a gel cushion. So, we've distributed the pressure with the air underneath. The individual gel pads aren't fighting each other. So, you got no pull, push or pull situation going on with the skin. Right. Granted, we're through jeans, right? But we're not pushing and pulling on your jeans or your pants, whatever you're wearing. So we've eliminated that. We've eliminated the pressure. And because the gel pads are on top of each air cell, it provides a very unique feel. Okay. So the back of uh, the uh, mind blanks, Harley, uh, everybody's got one, Street Glide. Okay. So the back of the Street Glide... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the back of the street glide, that seat, women absolutely hate it. Really? Because it's not comfortable. So when we put them on the air gel, it gives you the perception of a larger seat underneath you. Okay. So distributes the pressure and feels like a bigger seat. So it's a win-win. All right. A lot of guys like the air gel on the front. The other thing that I didn't mention is one of the complaints about gel is they get hot, right? Mm. You leave them in the sun, they get hot. Oh, yeah. Well, as soon as you start moving on this one, excuse me, you're going to get airflow. Okay. So it's going to cool underneath you. All right. So we got the smart pad. We got the sport. We got the pillion. But also, you also have the the polyurethane insert. Okay. How does that differ from the other two? Third line... So that the air gel is $175 retail. Okay. Our third line is the polyurethane. It's an entry-level cushion. It's 100 bucks. It distributes air pressure, or your, it'll distribute the pressure points, and it will flow air underneath. Go back to that aluminum balloon yeah. situation we had earlier. All right. It doesn't dissipate the energy like either of the other two. Nowhere near as good as the, the classic material, which is the All neoprene right. rubber. So, it's a great entry level cushion. It's a hundred bucks. It's the most comfortable hundred dollars anybody can spend. Okay. The reason it's there, for one, it's a hundred dollar cushion. Right. So it's affordable. Um, but we will also tell you if you come up to the booth and let's say your brother came up and he's a one hour guy and he's sore, he's got to be standing up. Well, his long day of riding, the long days that he ever does, is one hundred fifty, two hundred miles. That's the cushion we recommend. Okay. Is because physically you won't realize the benefits of the other two. Yeah. Until you're riding longer. And there's a lot of people who a long day, like is 200 miles, Mm -hmm. 250 miles, because they're riding point to point or they're going like out to the bars, right? You know, a lot of people say, well, yeah, it's funny. I do kind of laugh when people at the booth say, well, I'll do 200 miles easy in a day. Yeah. Like, oh, that's a good trip to breakfast. <laughs> but, but you know how it is. I mean, everybody's a little bit different. Yeah. And 
it's it's just a reality. Not everybody needs a uh, neoprene rubber cushion. But you know, everybody it, wants it. But right. Not everybody needs it. True. Now let's talk about the. You have the. What, what's the what's the difference between the? It may, may seem obvious, but you have the smart cushion and you have the sport cushion. What's the difference between those two? The smart and the sport um, are just two different names of the cushion and their sizes. Yeah. So. All your big touring bikes, all the baggers, all the, you know, it'll fit front and rear of all the big baggers. Okay. You know, ones with the tour packs, nice big back seat for mom on the back. Um, all the front of all the baggers that are uh, even the non-touring, like the Road Kings, that stuff. The larger adventure bikes, the GS 1200s, sure. the Triumph 1200s, um, a lot of like the, the Japanese cruisers. They all, that smart fits about all of it. Okay. All right. The sport's a little bit narrower. It's a it's it's shorter in measurement if you measure the overall length. It's actually if you cut the groove out of the, the smart cushion, the sport's the same length. Oh, okay. Um, All right. <clears throat> so the sport's more the cushion for your dinas, your sportsters, the your soft tails, your fat boys, the um, adventure bikes, the smaller touring bikes. Uh, from the Japanese companies, the uh, the backs of quite a few of the the non-touring baggers. You know, I right. guess I don't know. I I refer to it as a non-touring bagger if it doesn't have a tour pack and a big backseat. Yeah, I get it. So, our Road King, the stock seat actually fits uh, the Sport on the back of it. Oh, okay. Very well. All right. So none of them are front or back only. Right. Including the pillion, which is just a nine by eleven rectangle. Right. Okay, so, so they can pretty much fit, the they, they can fit any motorcycle pretty much. Yeah, yeah, any motorcycle, any vehicle seat, any office chair cushion, <laughs> any bleacher seat. <laughs> we always say if you're going to come down to Daytona Bike Week, buy your cushion, bring it. Yeah. When you ride it to the speedway, carry it in. You got the best seat in the house. Well, one of the things I, w- I want to bring up about this because I'm looking at uh, these cushions online here. Now they're two inches thick. How, and how much is that going to compress, and how is that going to affect the rider's uh, laden seat height? So, like I mentioned earlier, when they're properly inflated, yeah, you're only going to be a quarter to you know eighth to a quarter of an inch off your seat. Okay. So it's not going to change your bike handling. It's not going to change your ergonomics. Um, the two inches thick, when they're inflated, like if you set it on the table, blow it up, and then set it down, mm-hmm. um, they're two inches tall. Okay. I, I guess I don't. I don't know how you measure that any other way. Yeah, but everybody's no. got to have a measurement, right? Yeah, but yeah. I mean, if you I look just, at it and okay. you, it's two inches thick. Like, who the hell wants to sit two inches higher? Yeah, we I, do get people that like to get above their windshield, and we just try to steer them another direction because yeah. they you really need a new seat at that point. Yeah, I was just curious how that would be for someone who might be short in stature who would use one of these, and it would raise maybe. Where they're on their bike right now, they're pretty good, but you know, an extra two inches might make them tippy toe a little bit more yeah. than they want to, you know. Yeah. So I don't know how that yeah. would affect it though. It and it really doesn't, and that's the funny okay. thing because when you go to when you go to put your feet down, yeah, the air gets out of those front cells. It gets out of the way, it goes so to the can... back cushion, and you don't lose any of your reach. Oh, there you go. So it's okay. actually it's it's really cool. And when we're at events and people do this, and mm-hmm. you can see that light bulb go off in their head, right. It's kind of rewarding because now you know that you've made it so they can be comfortable. They don't have to spend a bunch of money and they can ride the same bike. 
kind of the rule of thumb we say is if you have to adjust your mirrors, yeah, you have too much air in the cushion. Oh, that's pre- that's good. That's a good way to look at it. That's pretty good. Now, yeah. would, now would these be suited for your off-road bikers and your adventure riders as well? These are guys who are, who are might be getting in and out of the saddle all the time. So everything straps to the cushion or okay. to the seat. So we could lead with that. I didn't mention that. They all strap to the seat. We, of course, have to recommend you strap them. Most people don't. Adventure guys, I always say you need to strap it to the seat. So the reason for that is because you're standing up, sitting down, standing up, sitting down. Yeah. Most of those guys are on the pavement 90% of the time. Yeah. Um, the ones that are off-road, you're going to find out they're standing up most of the time. Right. You know, gravel road stuff, yeah, sit on it. It's fine. Okay. But off-road stuff, they're, they're, they're up off the seat. Some guys, you know, they joke about it for a dirt bike, but they don't expect that they're talking to a motocrosser who just quickly says, you're not supposed to sit down. You're supposed <laughs> to stand up. You only you're sit right. in the corners and then get back on your feet. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so how much I, I maybe this is a, not an appropriate question but how much shock absorption are, you, are are say somebody who's doing some light off-road work on uh gravel roads how much is you know shock absorbing is this thing going to do for you in that, in that case i don't know oh. i guess i don't even know that there's a test for that no you're gonna there have probably to is. looks like you're gonna have to take yeah. care of that yeah, I better go do some off-roading. Yes, I think so. I think I can tell you it's gonna. You know, with the new bikes, they're suspended so well. It's basically that the classic is gonna eat up all that vibration. Yeah. So you, I mean, you're not. It's you're just gonna love it. You're not gonna feel any of that vibration in the seat anymore. I don't done my V-strum anyways. Yeah. Okay. Well, now this is gonna seem like a dumb question, but I want to ask it anyway because, well, that's what I do. Uh, with regard to your standard foam cushions, how do these perform differently standard foam cushions standard gel cushions do not distribute pressure and that's the key right there that's the key you need to get rid of those pressure points or you will get sore oh standard foam cushions standard gel cushions do not breathe with no airflow now you're going to be sweaty and sore Yeah, that's bad, right? You're going to get a little swass going on. (laughs) (laughs) And you're going to have a bad time. (laughs) Swass, right? Is that what we're calling a swass? Swamp ass. (laughs) Call it what you want. It ain't good. Yeah, I know. It doesn't sound good. Nobody wants to hear it, but it's a real thing. (laughs) Uh, Are they uh, waterproof and washable? They will get wet. Yeah. And yes, you can wash them. Okay. So... Here's the funny thing. Uh, have you been able to ride in the Black Hills area? No, I have not. Okay, so I have not ridden up in the northeast where you're at. Okay. So in the Black Hills area, you can come around a mountain, and it's going to be pouring rain. You don't see it. All of a sudden, it's pouring rain. And you just keep going because 10 minutes later, it's going to be sunny and hot. Oh, right? Okay. So I don't get up, take the cushion off, throw it in my bag. I just keep riding. Yeah. By the time I get to the end of the rain... Everything is soaking wet. Yeah. So we the the first time I got to experience this, it was with Renee and I. We were heading to Sturgis. Uh, we had gotten to the event a few days early, so we had some time to ride around. And we were going up the mountain that you go over to come back down into where Sturgis is, right? Okay. And I can't think of the name of the road, but uh, I think it's the Nemo Road, actually. But we we're coming towards Sturgis. You're going up the mountain, and it just started pouring rain. And I started laughing and she's like, 
why are you laughing? I said, because this is freaking hilarious. I said, I've told you about this. Now you get to experience it. She's like, well, aren't you going to stop? I said, nope. <laughs> she goes, what do you mean? I said, as soon as we get around the corner, it's going to stop. And you couldn't see the end of it. And and I said, at this point, we're wet. Yeah. You know, so what the so hell, what? right? Yeah. So, and being the trooper that she is, she just started laughing and we just had a blast, right? We get yeah. to the top of the mountain. Sure enough, sun's out and it, it, there's no sign of rain. We're soaking wet, laughing, and now it's sunny and it's hot. By the time we got to Sturgis, our seat cushions were almost dry. And it's oh. only 20 minutes, maybe, maybe Perfect. half hour was the rest of the trip. So they flow that much air. They will dry underneath you. It's okay to ride in the rain. Um, they are washable. What we tell people is you take the bladder right out of the cover, use your dish rag, just wipe it down, mild soap, rinse it off. You're not going to hurt it. And then uh, zip the cover back up, throw it right in the washing machine. Oh, there you go. Perfect. So you can throw it right in the washing machine. It's easy. Any guy can do it. Any girl can do it. Anybody <laughs> can do it. Not to be sexist, but um, anybody can do it. All right. And uh, it, it, it's great. Awesome. What I do, so mowing the lawn, I'll typically take mine out of the cover because I just don't want to deal with it. Oh, you just don't want no grass clippings all over your uh, yeah, got <laughs> dirt and all that crap in the cover. So I, I take it off and just sit on the cushion. How long will one of bladder. these things last? Well, I'm on my original. So the company making these for us has been in business for decades at this point. Okay, um, I'm on my original that uh, I got as a prototype back in uh, I want to say early 2016. Okay, like. January, February. And it's been great. Shouldn't see any durability issues. We did have some issues in the beginning because remember I said we're made in a wheelchair cushion factory? Right. Well, they were made to wheelchair cushion specs. Uh, so if you think of a guy in a wheelchair, they're not doing a whole lot. Yeah. They're sitting there. Pretty much. We are a little more abusive. A little Moving bit. Moving around on the seat, we're sliding around, bouncing. On and off. The covers, the covers we realized we may have an issue with. So the way we handled it is this first shipment was coming over by boat. Everything's made in South Korea. Everything's coming over by boat. We figured this out before they got here. Got a hold of the factory and said, hey, we have an issue. These are not going to hold up. Well, here's how good the company is. They remade all these covers, fixed everything that we said was going to be an issue. Right. Air freighted them. So the boat gets to here at the shop in Brainerd. We repackage it all into the boxes so it looks good, ready to go. And then we ship it off to Daytona for Bike Week. Meanwhile, the day after we ship it, the air freight shows up with all the covers. We go through them. Everything looks great. We throw them in our check bag. And we get to Daytona, and J&P Cycles let us use the upside, upstairs of their warehouse we literally unboxed everything, replaced every single cover, and took care of it before it ever even was an issue. Wow. So Excellent. You know, there there was some issue in the beginning where it was just a matter of, you know, we didn't know. We right. didn't realize it because you know, it's just part of learning, right? Like sure. Now now the product is bulletproof. You know, it's That's made by humans. Yeah. So I mean, humans screw up, it happens. <laughs> we catch we catch the few screw ups here, but we think I think we do pretty well now. Um, yeah. Our return rate, I think, in the last year has dropped. I don't think I've gotten 
I don't think I've gotten half a dozen cushions back of stuff that's been sold in the last year. Oh, wow. That's yeah, actually, I mean, that's really good. good. That's really good. Yeah. Everything is serial numbered. Everything, you know, we can tell you the manufacturer date is on the cushion. They're all serial numbered. So we can go back to the factory and say, hey, here's, you know, if we see an issue. Yeah. We can say, look, here's, you know, all of a sudden there's a pattern that came out of this batch. Right. Well, then they can figure out what happened on their end. Okay. But, yeah, it's 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 pretty unbelievable stuff. That's I'm awesome. I'm really proud of it. That's really awesome. What's the longest ride you've done on one of these cushions? Well, it's funny that you ask that because does airfare, air travel count? Because I flew to Europe on the thing and back twice. Okay. Well, yeah, let's, let's stick with the motor. Let's stick with the motorcycle. That's true too, because you're talking so, at least six hours in the seat. Yeah, um, we, and I guess no, we. we I, uh, go ahead. I guess you were. It was comfortable. I guess. Yeah. Oh man. Oh yeah. I got a good story for that too. Um, on a motorcycle. Now, here's where I live, center of Minnesota. Right. right Any motorcycle yeah. event is a minimum. A real event, like okay. a widely attended event, is eight hours by car. Right. Now, the shortest distance between two points is a damn shame when you're on a motorcycle. This is true. So typically, I like to leave at six in the morning mm-hmm. or sunrise, whichever comes you know, First. later. I, I don't, I'm not a fan of riding after dark or in the dark, I understand. especially here. We have a lot of critters. So leaving at six in the morning, I rode, um, I kind of followed the Mississippi River, traveled down to Anamosa, Iowa, to JNP's store. Got there at nine o'clock at night. So stopped for food and gas. There were no get up, walk around, check out the sites type thing. It was just slow chugging down the back road. Sure. Yeah. So however long that is, I don't know, and I don't know what it was for miles. But I need to get an iron butt, the, just a saddle sore. There you go. Yeah, do something like that. Yeah, and it's just a matter of time. No. You know, we all get into this industry because we love it. We love to ride. And yeah. then we find ourselves working here. And, and, <laughs> and you're not riding. as much time to ride. <laughs> right. So what kind of events can riders uh, see and try one of these cushions? So these cushions are available through any motorcycle dealer. Okay. And if you have motorcycle dealers that are listening that have not seen our stuff, they can contact me, okay. and I will get them in touch with it. Um, right. I can sell it to them direct if their reps haven't been doing the job. Parts Unlimited, Drag Specialties, Tucker, and Tucker V-Twin, I guess now is what they're called. Um, it's available through all of them. Okay. So any shop that has them, we are going to launch a program actually this weekend okay. at the Parts Unlimited show in Louisville. So that is this weekend, which is not available to the, it's not open to the public, but Valentine's Day weekend is the show. So we all get to leave our spouses behind. I get to take mine with, which is cool. Right. But uh, we're going to launch there this uh, demo program that dealers can take advantage of. Okay. So they will have a demo cushion in their store. All right. If the dealers don't take advantage of that, you can come and find us. We are at Bike Week in Daytona. Uh, we're, we set up on the lot at JNP Cycles. We set up at the Harley dealership in Myrtle Beach. Oh, really? We set up. Yeah, you're going to be there this year, Myrtle Beach Rally. Absolutely. I yeah. will see you there. That's good deal. I will we'll, see you I'll there. Look forward to yeah. it. Yeah. Um, we do uh, Americade. That's upstate New York. I know. Uh, I've Lake been George, there. New York. Been there a few times. Air, so I'm hauling a bike there this year. I'm going to ride. 
I've never ridden that area. Oh, you're going to love it, man. I've driven around it a little bit and absolutely love that area. The yeah. people there are great. Yeah. The crowd that comes to that event is awesome. Oh. <clears throat> so that's a, I love that event. Yeah, it's great. It's a great place to ride. You're going to love it. Yeah. It's cool. And the, the promoters of that event are fantastic. Oh, yeah. They're great. I don't know if, if you know any of them. Yes, but, I do. You know, Stacy's the, the girl that I deal with. Yep. She is awesome. Um, then at the end of June, we'll be at the BMW rally, the MOA rally, which is in Great Falls, Montana. Okay. Which a bucket list for me is to ride through Glacier. Oh, yeah. I can so see that. Yeah. Hopefully the passes are all open and we can get there. What is that? Because uh, last week of June. So if it's a good snow year, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> if it's a good snow year, you're really rolling the dice. Yeah. Um, but my my birthday is not long after that, so we're gonna try to hang out for a week after the rally and and get some riding in. There you go. Then uh, Sturgis, I'm in yeah. Sturgis for 19 days. Oh, we do. Man. Uh, we have um, uh, two locations. We will be at JNP uh, Cycles on Lozelle Street in Rapids in uh, Sturgis. Right. And then we'll be at Rapid City Harley Davidson. Okay. Up, up at the the main spot there. Yeah. Which that's pretty awesome. You going to get some riding in when you're up there? Yeah, that one's that one's a tough one to ride. So we get there, I'm there 19 days. We get there on a Wednesday, we set up for uh Black Hills does a pre-rally rollout. Yeah. Which I always commit to that on the agreement that I'm taking Monday off. Right. So it's the weekend before the rally. So Saturday, Sunday, they're open. We get there Wednesday. We set up right away. We, I like to get there, get the work done, and then we can play. Yeah. So then we'll ride a little bit Thursday, Friday. Saturday, Sunday is work. Monday, we'll take off and ride. And then on uh, during the rest of the event, we kind of work all the time. So if we're going to yeah. do any riding, I rent a house in South Rapid City. Okay. So we take all the back roads through the Black Hills sure. to get to. Oh man, that sounds uh, great. To get to Sturgis, yeah, it's awesome. Oh man, it's a seven-minute ride to Black Hills Harley. Um, I always offer that to the other people first, <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then the uh, the the back roads. There's a couple routes. It's either an hour yeah. or it's an hour forty-five. Okay. To get to work, and it is the most beautiful ride, and it's six you know seven o'clock in the morning we have to leave at 6 30 if we're going to take the long route 6 right. 15 6 30 just as the sun's coming up and I, you know every motorcyclist can relate to that early morning crisp air the bike runs good there's just nothing better than right. that ride in the morning so Couldn't we do more. that yeah yeah so how can listeners learn more about wild ass seats well they can log into wild-ass.com they can uh, check us out on Instagram. We're at the real wild ass. On Instagram, I am at wild ass Craig. And then uh, on Facebook, I'm at wild ass Craig as well. <clears throat> All right, wild ass so Craig. To get to know, yeah, to get to know me personally, my uh, the the wild ass Craig page is my personal page. I'm the only one that does anything with it, right. and you know, you'll see some. I've gotten away from the more mildly offensive stuff, but uh, you'll see more of the lifestyle behind the scenes stuff. And I don't post nearly as often as I should just because it's it's that time of year where, you know, taxes and end of year crap and we're trying to get all that stuff done. So the 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 real wild ass page, there's a couple of us that post to that. So you see a little bit more regular content, mostly product based. 
Yeah. And then every Monday morning we do the Monday meme, the Monday morning meme, which is just something random. It could be a beautiful piece of scenery that says, we'll help you get there. Right. Or it could be, uh, if you flip back through there, there's one, uh, a guy's like running headlong and slamming his head into the side of the wall. <laughs> and it said, I think the comment says, you know, this is like riding without a wild ass. Right. <laughs> um, you know, so any, any random things. And then on Facebook, I'm Craig Johnson. And that's that's the real me where well i just friended wild ass craig i just friended wild ass yeah well i just i just friended wild ass craig so okay <laughs> so that's that's the little more politically correct uh page all right if you look up uh, let me see if you send a friend request to craig johnson you might find me i'm trying to think of what my profile picture is let me log in here and as for the people listening, if they're friends with you on Facebook, here's yeah. a little rule that I've learned. I get a ton of Facebook requests, and I never approve them right away because the fake ones, they always go away after about two or three days. Oh, really? you know, people get copied <laughs> accounts or whatever. Yeah. Um, they go away. So the picture is me at a 5K in a blue. Yeah, I see uh, it. Blue, I got it. Okay. Yeah, blue runner's. I don't know, whatever that thing is. Yeah, a runner's it. top sounds so All right. gay. <laughs> any closing words about the products or any about those plenty do a long ride and should get one of these? Um, you know, I don't I it's funny when we see people at these events like Myrtle Beach mm-hmm. and they say, Yeah, I'm gonna go to Sturgis. And I say, Well, if you don't buy one here, I'll sell you one there. <laughs> uh, it's it's actually a pretty accurate statement. <laughs> All right. The the reason we all get into riding is we love to ride. Yeah. We love to enjoy it. Oh, yeah. The scenery is amazing. The wind through your hair. I mean, there's nothing like it. Right. It's kind of like flying a little bit different. Yeah. What detracts or distracts you from the enjoyment is pain. This is true. So discomfort will do it. If we can eliminate the pain, it's worth the money. Sure. And, uh, yeah, I was going to, I was going to tell you. So my old boss, Steve. So let's use this as a testimonial. My old boss, Steve, the Aspad Tycoon. I eventually want him to give me that name. I haven't okay. asked him. But, um, <laughs> right. I want to earn it fair right. and square. So the uh, this is the guy that brought this technology to or brought this technology to the motorcycle industry. Right, his right. father-in-law is the inventor of the technology. Really? Okay? Oh, wow. Steve and his wife both ride on wild ass seats all right wow how about that yeah so that's that's really cool that's a good thing that, that's 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 quite an endorsement actually yeah it, it really is and i haven't this is the first time i've i think i've said it publicly maybe i have like on a facebook live or whatever but i'm not a very unethical person put it that way so all these <laughs> evil jabs at the old competition i don't i don't think they're necessary right I understand. the word's getting out there and we're doing well so, that's good that's it uh, I, we're, I, we're really happy and and i i'm super thankful to, for the people that have given us a shot because that's really what they did that first couple years was give us a shot that's good and that's who's bringing us more business people don't bring their wild ass back they bring their friends back for wild ass <laughs> that's great well, Craig, listen, I want to thank you very much for joining me here on the Motorcycle Man podcast. I wish you a lot of luck, and please keep in touch. I will see you in Myrtle Beach because yeah, I'm going yeah, to be there, and I'll, I'll definitely Perfect. see. I'm, in fact, I'm riding down from Jersey. If you don't have a wild ass by then, I'll sell you one when you get there. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know if I'll need it, but we'll see. Like my, my seat's pretty no. comfortable. But we'll see. You never know. Yeah. Right. No, I do. I, I appreciate you having me on, and I think I have to have to send a shout out to David from Euclear for getting us two in touch. Because, yeah. Uh, it, this has been cool. Now I'm I'm listening to the show. I like it. I like what you're doing. Keep it up. Well, thank I know you. there's a there's a huge time commitment behind the scenes when you do these things. Yeah. And uh, okay. I I think I speak for many when I say I appreciate what you're doing for. All of us in the industry, it's awesome. Well, so thank, thank you. you. Well, thank you too. All right, then. All right, we'll, we'll keep in touch. All right. Thank you. Thanks yeah, again please. for joining me. All right. You bet. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining me and Craig from Wild Ass Seats here on the Motorcycle Men Podcast. You can learn more about Wild Ass Seats by going to their website at www.wild-ass. Dot com, and I'll take you right to their website. The links will be in the show notes. Make sure you check out all of their products right now on their website. Links will be in the show notes and, of course, on the Motorcycle Men website. Don't forget to check out our fellow podcasters, YouTubers, bloggers, and vloggers whose links you will find on our links page. All of these media outlets and many more out there do great things to promote and encourage our sport and this passion that we all share. All right, so from Tim, Chris, Justin and me, Ted, your host. Thanks for listening to the Motorcycle Man Podcast, where we say stupid crap so you don't have to. Enjoy your ride, kids. <laughs>